Well, hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Something like that. Happy New Year, everybody. It is a new year. It's a new day. 2023. How does it feel, people? You made it another year. I'm worried about some of y'all, but you made it. Um, yeah, 2023. When I was 23, it was a very good year. It was a very good year, even though it's only been two days. Um, yeah, what's going on, everybody? How are we doing? How are we doing? Well, my fantasy season came to a close yesterday. It was, you know, I was fighting hard for it. In the end, I faltered. I could have finished third, which means I would have got my money back. But instead, I lost, and now I'm probably going to finish. I think I'm going to finish fifth, which, you know, middle of the road, bad average. That's about, it's about how I, it's about how I feel about most things, you know, about average. Um, Yeah. So what else is going on? Did you have a good Christmas season? Did you have, did you get everything you wanted and more? I sure hope so. I, I hope you people are happy. I'm pretty happy. I got, you know, I got some new clothes. I got a bunch of, I, I collect records now. I collect vinyl and LP or whatever you want to call it. I don't know all the technical terms. Um, I got a bunch of those, some opera, some Sinatra, some stuff like that. You know, Monteverdi, Handel, Verdi, Maria Callas. Uh, who else? I don't know, but I'm really enjoying them so far. What, what have, I've listened to most of them. Gwyneth Jones, uh... Cesare Sieppi, of course, the king of the bases, as some like to say. I think he was one of them. He was de- he's definitely in the running, you know, one of the best ever. Uh, but yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I'm sure my family loves it. You know, they love hearing all that, all that singing and whatnot. Oh, the big one was uh, one of the big ones was uh, Birgit Nielsen's Electra recording. I've never heard it on like a proper sound system. I've heard it through my AirPods and. My phone speaker it doesn't really carry the same weight, and I, I turned that thing on, and the floor started shaking. I mean, that's a magnificent recording. Uh, I'm not always the biggest fan of George Salty. I think I think he was good and certainly competent, but sometimes rather anonymous. But this recording, he really does a magnificent job. And Nielsen, of course, was you know one of the famous electras, probably the best of her day. Not, I mean, the voice uh, her voice was so powerful, it just it really beggars belief, and then, but there are other great electors as well, but, you know, Inga Borka, uh, Gwyneth Jones, yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's other good ones, Gertrude Graub Prandtl, is that how you say it? I don't know, I, I never claimed to be an expert on anything, anybody remember her? Lesser known, but very powerful voice, about as powerful as Nielsen, if I, if records are to be, you know, if you can get an idea from that. Some people say, if you didn't see him live, you never saw him. It's like, okay, whatever. I guess I never, I guess I've never really heard any of these people then. So I'm so sorry to have been born in 1999, Mr. Opera Expert. But anyway, um, yeah. So what, what else is new? Huh? Yeah. Good Christmas. Gift cards, of course. 
And my grandparents, they gave me a scratch-off. Uh, they sent me a card with a bunch of scratch-offs. I hit one for $50. Thank you, Grandma and Papa. I really appreciate that. I got to take off my jacket. It's getting hot in here. My room, I don't know what it is. It traps heat. It's the hottest the hottest room in the house. I don't understand it. It could be 40 degrees in there. I'll be in here sweating. I don't know what it is. Somebody's playing a trick on me. They know I don't like it hot in my room. I like it cold in my room. I'd rather, I'd rather be cold and put something on than be hot and be sweating. You see what I'm saying here? Someone's playing a trick on me. Whoever engineered this house, whoever built this house, which I guess were my parents, they, you know, they, they, they built it on the lot, so they, they helped design it. Uh, y'all, I'd like to turn my fan on, but it, it, the noise seeps into the microphone, and then I can't. So I guess I'm just going to have to sweat for you people. How about that? Uh, how about that? So the other day, you know, the, the Christmas season is the most, I'm sorry, almost the most miserable, but to say the most busiest time of year, which most busiest, I because that's why I didn't become an English teacher. Um, but yeah, it's the busiest time of year. You know, you're rushing around, you're doing things. But it's always good fun, you know. I've been singing a lot. We sang the holiday pops. I, I think I sang something for three weeks. I talked about that. I talked about that last week. You see, I can't even keep track of what I've talked about now. I'm getting old. 23, baby. 23. And I'm starting to lose it. I'm losing it. Of course, some would argue that it was lost from the beginning. But that's another thing that's neither here nor there. Um. But yeah, uh, anyway, it's the busiest time of year, right? So I'm driving around, I, I get a phone call. And normally I don't even answer if I don't recognize the number. I figure it's that important, they'll just leave me a message. But for some reason, something compelled me, something, something, I don't know what, said, answer that. So I did. It's from Virginia or something. And it was this older sounding man on the phone. And he starts talking, and he's, he goes, uh, Yes, yes, this is a Publishers Clearinghouse, and you've won a sweepstakes for blah, blah, blah. And I just, <laughs> I just go, really? Are you serious? What did I, what did I say to him? I said, I said, really? Really? Seriously, dude? Are you kidding me? I just, it's like, how do you get to the point? That's where you're trying to make money. Like, who, who were you working for? You're an older sounding man. I wanted to say, you know, Obi-Wan says, uh, the guy tries to sell him death sticks, which is like, I don't know, I guess it's like drugs in Star Wars. And then he goes, I don't want any death sticks. He doesn't mind trip. I don't want any death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. That's what I wanted to say to the man, but he hung up before I got the chance. Um, I just don't understand it. It's like, hey, how do you get signed up to go scam people? On? You know, usually it's like a robot voice or something. But no, this guy was a real person. I just wanted to say, dude, like what? Like, go, I don't know. I didn't curse at him or anything. I just say, you kidding me? Really? It's like, I first of all, I mean, you know, scam the old ladies and the, the old guys. I just, Don't scam me. I'm 23 years old. I, I I know how these things work. I, you know, I answer the phone. That's it. No more answering the phone. That's it. If you want to get in contact with me, just text me. I can't deal with this nonsense. People calling me, trying to scam me. I get all those robocalls. My car's extended warranty, this and that. I win some money. You know, it's like the Nigerian prince thing. I don't I don't know. It's like, does anybody fall for that stuff anymore? I guess so. They keep trying. 
I don't even know what the publisher's clearinghouse is. I have no idea what that is. And I entered into a sweepstakes for it, apparently, according to this guy. I was just surprised, because usually you don't get a real person. Usually it's a robot. Like a robot. But I digress. Maybe it wasn't a scam, and my prize got delivered to the person next door. I have no idea. I don't need it anyway. What what, what do I need the publisher's clearinghouse for? I don't even know what you are. Sweepstakes. What what does that mean? Do they sell books? Publishers? They're clearing books out? Do they give books to people? Is that it? I like books, but I got enough. I have a list this big. I gesture because you can clearly see me, but I, I have a huge list of books that I have that I haven't even picked up yet. Stuck trudging through the same series I've been reading for the past year. I, I, I don't have time to read much anymore. I'm just too busy. But speaking of scammers, you know you know something? Have you ever noticed the bank is only open during while you're at work? Have you ever noticed that? They're open from like 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. And it's like, hmm, why are you only open when people are at work? You know, I know most, not everybody works a 9 to 5. But most of the population does, okay? So you're going to tell me that I, I can have to take time off of work to go visit your bank to try to get my money out? They want to hold on to your money. That's why they do it. Can't you stay? Can't just move it back an hour? I don't understand. These places are only open from 9 to 5. It's like, okay, most people are working during those hours. So whose business are you trying to capture? It's not just the bank. It's everybody. Everybody's open at the same time. We need to set up a tiered system. Some people start at 8. They go 8 to 4. Some people start 9 to 5. Some people start 10 to 6. It doesn't have to go beyond 7. But if you would just, if somebody would stagger these things, just organize it, life would be a lot better. You know, everybody should just listen to what I suggest to you people. Okay? The bank is, I've had it with the bank. They only open when I can't go. I'm trying to get my money out. And these people want to hold on to it. You think it's a coincidence? They want the money. You know, what's just stop it? What's going to stop them? You know, if, if it was a crooked bank, what, what's stopping them from just, uh, you know, we're closed, we're taking your money. And then the guy just escapes to, I don't know, Sri Lanka or something. What, what's stopping them? Anything? You could be you could be halfway across the world. They won't know what's going to happen. It just you got to watch the banks, okay? I don't I don't pretend to understand anything about banking, but I know that there's something fishy going on with the nine to five. And by the way, Henry Ford, because I know it was you who's responsible for the nine to five, the five day work week. I've had it, okay? This is this is not the best system. Why are we still Why are we still holding to this? I think it should be a three-day weekend. I really do. It's just, I don't know. Why am I, compl- I don't know, people. I can't change the world. Why do I think that? I, I don't really know. I don't really have an answer for that, but I do think it. So what? I mean, so you have to account for the extra eight hours. So there's four other days. So you would be working an extra two hours every day. Well, that's not really great either. I'm trying to think. What's the solution? What is the solution? You know, it's interesting. A lot of people complain, but they can't come up with a solution. I'm going to come up with one, okay? I think if you add, if, if you add so if it's, okay. 
if it's an extra four hours, no, it's an extra two hours over four days, right? Eight hours over four days. He can't do math. Extra eight hours over four days, right? Now, could you add one at the beginning and one at the end? So then you would be working, what? what is that, eight to, eight to six for four days? I mean, I guess it would give you a day to catch up on your errands. And then if everybody wouldn't work the same days, this would work out. But no, we all work at the same time. You can't go get your money out the bank. You can't go to the dry cleaners. You can't do anything. Because everybody, it's just the same time. The system is messed up, okay? The system. This is what I'm talking about. Happy New Year, people. I'm change. I'm going to change it, okay? I'm going to find a way to convince people. I don't care if you do a five-day work week. Just stagger it so I can get my things done and just, you know, do what I tell you. That's really it. It just completely rearrange your company schedules to suit me. That's really all it takes, people. That's what it is. Um, but anyway, I, I'm keeping my eye on the bank. That's it, okay? The bank, I'm watching you. And they're going to come kill me after this. But I'm watching you, okay? I'm watching you. I think you came up with that schedule just to mess with me. I really do. I mean, can't you put one person at the drive-thru? Is it that complicated? For an extra hour? Don't even do it all five days. Oh, but no, you got to pay him extra. Whatever. I don't care. I guess I'll just never get my money out the bank again as long as I work a nine-to-five. But I digress. Um... I digress, people. What else is going on? Um, you know what I love in the morning? You know what I love? I love some coffee. You know what I'm saying? I love just regular coffee. Just just a nice, hot, hot cup of coffee. You know what I put in it? Nothing. I put nothing in it. I like it black. I like black coffee, hot coffee. Everybody always talks about, oh, black coffee, that's a red flag. You're a red flag. Because I like the natural state of things. I like coffee the way it's is born in nature. That I'm, I'm the red flag. You're the red flag. You don't really like coffee, you people who always say that, oh, black coffee's for psychopaths. Black coffee's for this. Black coffee's for that. Oh, maybe it is. But guess what? I like it, okay? And I'm tired of people crapping on me for liking black coffee. It happens all the time. I don't know how you could drink that. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know how you could drink a freaking dessert every morning. That's what it is. These iced coffee, these people, they, all they want is they want to put a bunch of sugar and they like they like to have their dessert in the morning. That's what it is. They don't really like coffee. They just like sugar and sweets. They put the whipped cream. They put the chocolate. They put the sugar. It's just too much, okay? How can you, how can you drink that first thing in the morning and go about your day? If I drank the things that you people drink in the morning, first thing in the morning, I wouldn't make it to work. I would just go home. I mean... Black coffee as it is, you know, I'm not saying it's good for you. I don't really know. They go back and forth, these studies. Oh, the studies. Studies show this. Studies show that. Well, what studies? Oh, I don't know. It's just, you know, somebody came up with it. They can't decide on coffee. It's either good for you or it's bad for you. I don't really know which. Maybe after drinking three cups of it, you can tell that maybe it's not good for you. I don't know. But my point is, is that I know it's not good for you. It's drinking a bunch of sugar and calling it coffee. It's not coffee. It's just dessert, okay? You put a little bit of coffee in there, and all of a sudden you think, oh, you know, 
it's just my morning cup of coffee. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. And I understand, you know, it's like training wheels on the bike. When I first started drinking coffee, I uh, I put a little sugar in it, you know, the first, I don't know, maybe 10 times, and then that was it. I graduated. I said, I don't need this sugar. What do I need it for? I can't even taste it. Just give it to me, Black. That's all I want. Black coffee. But no, people say, oh, that's a red flag. Everything's a red flag to you people nowadays. Do you realize that? If you say red flag, you're a red flag. That's it. Okay? I just like coffee the way it comes in nature. I understand that it doesn't come with you. You have the beans and then the hot water. But it's just, why do we have to overcomplicate things? Coffee as it is, it's like five calories. I mean, you can't beat that. It's good, it tastes good, it warms you up, it gives you energy. I don't understand how you could get energy for something cold. You know, that doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not totally dissing iced coffee. I, I drink the occasional iced coffee. Usually when I'm in Greece on the beach, I'll have a frappe. But, you know, it's different, okay? That is just, I mean, that frappe, they, they don't put a bunch of stuff in it. They just, maybe a little bit of milk, but that's it. They have to put a tiny bit in, but I tell them sketo, which just means, you know, the least amount possible. But people, they put them, I mean, it, it doesn't even look like coffee anymore. It's white. You put so much nonsense in there. I just like regular coffee. It's like grow up people, okay? Enough. I mean, you drink, I mean, you're drinking 300 calories there. You're claiming it's coffee. Then you go back for more. The frappuccinos and the cappuccinos and the this and the that and the... The, the chocolate and the... the uh, come on. I mean, just be honest with yourself. Do you really like coffee? Do you really like coffee? Or do you just like a bunch of sugar? And you like to justify it by saying, this is my coffee. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. I just like coffee the way it is. You know, I just... I'm a simple man. Just some black coffee. That's it. No need to complicate things. You just tell people. You don't have to say, oh, put a de- you know, put an extra shot of this or whatever that. It's like, that's it. Sometimes I like an espresso. A double espresso is nice, but uh, pretty I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty simple. Usually just black coffee, and you see the results. Um, I'm rambling on here like a madman. Uh, but yeah, I don't understand the judgment. I don't judge you for liking dessert. In your coffee, I don't. I don't say that's a bad thing. I just say be honest about it. But I digress. Listen, I may. I may very well be a psychopath. I don't know. I may be a nut job. I don't know. All I know is that I like black coffee, and I would appreciate if I could like it in peace. That's it. That's really it. And I'm done for. That's it. Okay, we're done with that subject. Moving on. Um. Y'all been paying attention to baseball lately? Uh, have you seen these contracts that are coming out? I have a list of them here. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about them. Let's talk some baseball. Why not? Every once in a while. So the biggest one was Aaron Judge, and you know, uh, it's three hundred sixty million dollars. That's a lot of money. Okay, nine year extension, which means he'll be you know that'll be twenty thirty two by the time that contract's up. Let me look up how old is Aaron Judge. Type. Aaron Judge is, I think he's a young man. Oh no, I'm sorry, he's 30 years old. So, so that gets him to 40. And then, so this is a common trend here. I'm going to just keep going. 
Carlos Correa, 12-year contract. Let's see how old is Carlos Correa. How old is Carlos Correa? Is he's 28. That also gets him to 40. Okay, and the Padres not him. Oh, the oh, I'm sorry, the Mets signed him. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um so that's that gets into 40. Trey Turner. 11 year, 300 million dollar with the Phillies. Let's see, how old is Trey Turner? Trey Turner. He's 29. Okay, that gets <laughs> that gets him to 40. Sandra Bogart, he's probably gonna be 40. These people are really they're paying a lot of money, and it's like I they're they're front loading, so they're hoping that. These teams, these teams that haven't, you know, they haven't won in a while. The Yankees, the, the Phillies, the Mets, this and that. The Padres. Oh, the Padres. The Padres. The Padres. Everybody loves the Padres. I don't. The Rangers paying DeGrom, Mr. I'm hurt half the year. He's only healthy half the year, people. And it's the half that you don't need him. <laughs> Jacob DeGrom. $185 million for five years. That gets him to 40. I think that he's going to be 40 by the end of that. Let me see. Jacob Yeah, he's 35. That gets him to 39. So it's like, okay, I understand the thought process, but that's a lot of money, and everybody's doing it. All these teams that haven't won in a while or they never won, like the Padres, um, they're giving people these really big contracts, but they're signing them. They're going to be paying them until for the next 10 years, and it's like, all right, well, it pays off if you manage to win a World Series either next year or the year after, even the year after that. I mean, you never know what's going to happen to a person. Just look at Cody Bellinger. The guy was an MVP, and and now he's, you know, we we just, he's not with us anymore. Yeah, he was good on defense, but the guy was like the worst hitter for two years. It's like, you never know what's going to happen to these people. But I understand the thought process, you know. It, it pays off if you win a World Series, but, I mean, that's a lot of teams that are trying this strategy, and I just... I'm going to be interested to see how it goes. I mean, Aaron Judge, I would say, is worth it just because he's a freaking stud. You know, Correa, I, I don't like the guy. He's a freaking cheater. But he's he's good at what he does. Um, Trey Turner's a stud. But then you look at, I mean, Xander Bogarts, I mean, is he that good? I don't know. 11 years for almost $300 million. That's integrom. I just, I, I've never been convinced by that guy. I mean, yeah, he was... A, when he pitches, he's magnificent, but he's been hurt. I, I don't know. He gets hurt all the time. He's just out for half the year. And it's like, well, I don't know. Good luck with that. Can you imagine getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars to get to play baseball? Could you imagine that? And it's like, it's like I don't know. It's I don't even know what you would do with all that kind of money. It's like, at what point is it just, you know, another dollar? What point do you have to get to when it's just, eh, you know, it's like, what do you save him for, buddy? It's like, what, what? I don't know. That's a lot of money. I don't know what you would do with that kind of money. And listen, I mean, these are some of the most talented people in the world, but my goodness, that's a, that's a lot of money. $360 million for nine years of baseball. That's a lot, Aaron Judge. I, I mean, if they win, it's worth it, but... We'll see what happens. You never know about the playoffs. The playoffs are just, 
I've started to come to the realization that the playoffs are basically a crapshoot. It really doesn't matter how you do in the regular season. Why do you say that, Manoli? Only because my Dodgers, they won, I don't know, 186 games this year. That's a joke. And they were out in the division series. It really pained me. Um, to the Padres, who we crapped on all year, and they won. So, I, you know what? It's just a crapshoot, okay? That's my story, and I'm sticking to it, okay? And Dave Roberts needs to go. That's it. Fire Dave Roberts. Please get rid of him, people. Just get rid of him. It's either, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about the Dodgers. It's hard for me to get excited anymore. Yes, they won in 2020, but everybody's, ah, it's a Mickey Mouse ring. But we got cheated out of the ring in 2017, but they don't seem to remember that. Nobody talks about that. The Padres literally cheated the Dodgers out of a World Series. Padres, I'm sorry. The Astros Cheated the Dodgers out of a World Series in 2017, and nobody, it's like, oh, nothing happened. Yeah, people were mad in the moment, but nobody, nothing happened. Nobody got suspended. They lost a couple of draft picks, and I think they had to pay a fine. They still get to call themselves the 2017 World Series. It's just like, at what point do you, I mean, how dishonest of an organization can you be where somebody can literally cheat their way through a World Series using cameras and trash cans and technology and this and that, and nothing happens. I don't know. It's just baseball, Manoli. Why are you getting so upset? I don't know. Just it, something's in the water over there. Now they're going to come after me. I've I've made the MLB angry. I've made the banks angry. I've made the the scam callers angry. I've made the, you know, the iced coffee people angry. So who else am I going to make angry today? I don't know. 26 minutes, that's that's four different big organizations. I think that's it. I don't know. That's a lot. But, yeah. Um, Happy New Year, I guess is all I can say. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my poor Gamecocks. They really came around at the end, but then they, they dropped in the bowl game. I mean, at least they put up a good fight, but the freaking defense was atrocious. I say that. I mean, they had a big pick six, but other than that, um, they just they just let Notre Dame just run all over them. I mean, it was a high-scoring game. But, you know, <clears throat> overall a decent season for them. Overall good season. I mean, it's just... It's interesting how we lose the games that we're supposed to win and then we win the games we're supposed to lose. But, hey, it's football. You never know what's going to happen. Um, how do you feel about the 12-team playoff uh, two years from now? College football is going to switch to. How do you feel about that? I don't know how I feel. Because it's like they say that the – what is it? The four, the four highest-ranked conference champions get a bye. And it's like why do they – continue to pretend that other conferences are equal to the SEC. They're not. The SEC is the most talented conference. It's the hardest conference to win. It's the most skilled conference. Stop acting like all the conferences are equal. They're not equal. Stop giving people special treatment. It's just confusing. They act like they act like everything's equal. It's not. The ACC is not equal to the SEC. It just isn't, okay? It's but whatever. So Clemson you just beat up on, you know, cupcake teams all year. And then, you know, they get a bye in the first week. Because they'll be ranked high. Oh, they love Clemson. They love Clemson. By the way, Clemson also lost. They lost to Tennessee, you know, 
the game that we set up because we beat them both and knocked them both out of the playoffs and they had to play each other. And Clemson lost, and I was happy about that. So we were both losers on the 30th, okay? We both lost. We both lost to Notre Dame. But we did beat y'all, so Clemson, there you go. Okay? Happy New Year is all I can say. Your time, your reign of terror is coming to an end. Eight years of tyranny under the hands of Clemson, but it's we're rising back up, people. The Gamecocks should be called the Phoenixes. We're rising from the ashes. A little setback on the 30th, but we're going to bring it to you next year. We're going to do it again, I swear to you. Mark my words, and they come back in a year when you know when they fail on me. But I've never, I've never claimed to be an oracle. Okay, never claimed to be an oracle, but I have a feeling, and my gut is usually wrong. But I have a feeling I'm going to say it anyway. What else am I going to talk about here? So there we go. That's five groups that I've made angry. Clemson. There you go. I like making them angry though. They take it so seriously. It's like it's like it's a crusade or something. The Clemson people with the football. I don't understand it. It's just football. It's just baseball. It's just black coffee. It's just the banks trying to hold on to my money and somebody's going to run off with it. I don't, you know, that's it. But anyway, I think that's going to do it for me. It's been a half hour. Uh, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. I hope you had a good holiday season. And I'll talk to you soon, okay? How about that? Adios. Goodbye.